I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from Matthew 6, 34. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Matthew 6, 34. Hey guys, we'd like to thank Precision Aluminum Fabrication for their support in sponsoring the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Precision Aluminum Fabrication is located in Amit, Louisiana. You can contact them through their Facebook page at Precision Aluminum Fabrication or their website at www.precisiondogbox.com. They specialize in custom aluminum welding from custom dog boxes, aluminum water tanks, aluminum toolboxes, all built to the customer's request. They guarantee the best price on the market without giving up top quality work. If you're in the market for a new dog box, give them a shout. Leave them a message on Facebook or precisiondogbox.com. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by Timber Creek Dog Supply, our go-to for everything hunting dog related. Timber Creek has been in the dog supply business for 20 years and supports multiple tree and running dog organizations. Check them out at TimberCreekSupply.com or on Facebook at Timber Creek Dog Supply. Hello. What's happening, Captain? Driving down the road. Where are you headed? Where are you headed? Ground floor hunt in North Carolina. I heard that. You going to go up there and try to whoop on them boys a little bit? I don't know about that. <laughs> They've been whooping on me pretty good lately. Well, it should be your time. I figured you may be headed to maybe the Black Eyed Pea or something. No, no. Squirrel hunting this weekend. That's what it takes, man. You got to uh, go up and down the road if you ever want to win, huh? Yeah, yeah, some, it seems like. I drive more than I win, though. <laughs> that's right, that's right. What uh, I've been wanting to get you on a long time, and it's just, man, we took a break there at Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving, and it's just been, you know, we tried to do the, and we're going to still do the whole competition breakdown stuff, but I'll just be honest, man, I like talking to people about dogs. But no, man, so we just go, shoot the junk i'll ask you a few questions shoot the junk but i was just go holler at you and you know we appreciate you coming on the hunting dog public podcast and uh, i'm gonna just ask you a few questions uh where are you uh from and you know how you got your start and stuff like it i live in uh, clark range tennessee which is about 10 minutes from jamestown tennessee everybody's heard of it you know right and uh I'll, since i was to be honest, I, I don't know how old I was the first time I ever went coon hunting with a dog. I was probably uh, six or seven years old. I can remember my dad carrying me across a you know, big pasture field, and uh, uh, the dogs ended up and got treated in a cut over, and we had to crawl to them, and it was just a mess, and he thought he had ruined me. It was some neighbors that had came and took us, you know. And anyways, we got in about three o'clock that morning and just treed that den tree and been lost. And he, he said he knew he had ruined me. And I asked him when we could go again, you know, and we went the next weekend and treed some cones. Uh, 
That's right. And I, it's just, it bit me then. It's never, never let go. That's how, so Payson, my little boy, he's, uh, he's 13 and I unfortunately walk into these squirrel dogs, you know how we want them. We want them get gone, get treated somewhere in the world. Well, yeah, mine will get gone and get somewhere in the world. And I have flat ruined him because i don't shoot a lot of squirrels you know during the week and stuff i just don't not to my competition dog and he's 13 and wants to shoot so i mean it's just yeah i've ruined him he's like every time we go he's like hey can we take jaylene that's the the pleasure dog that's about 60 yard and 70 yard that's around us and he can shoot squirrels to her and if i tell him i'm taking tank he's like man i'm out (laughs) i understand that it's fun when you get to tote that gun that's it. That's it. But man, so you're uh, you live up there right near the the home of the uh, OMCBA. So I'm I'm sure you spent a bunch of time at that clubhouse for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the heart of it. And when I started, that's about all there was. You know, USDR was still a thing. PKC had kind of just dissolved the the squirrel dog division, to the best I remember. And uh, you know, I, when I started going on cast and stuff, I want to say I was probably 11, 12 years old. Um, was you on, of, you on know, coon get, cast or, or squirrel dog cast? No, squirrel hunting, which, I mean, I'd go on the, the night hunts at the Kerr Club, too. Uh, Matthew Hall, he had a uh, a cur dog named Ammo, and he was just a freak of nature. He was kind of, I mean, way before his time, really, especially for a cur dog. You turned him loose, and he's going to go somewhere and be treed, and he'd have a coon about just about every time you walk to him. Dang, that's and, nice. Uh, it really, he could have competed today in some of these pro sport type deals. He wasn't a strike dog at all, but I mean, he'd just be—he'd be way through there by himself and have a cone. And it—he was, you know, pretty quick about it. Just a pretty good dog. It throwed a lot of good dogs for no more than he was bred, you know. Yeah, I've, oh, I definitely know who he is. He did his—he did his uh, his job for sure in the in the stud pen. You know, the dogs that he did, like you said, he wasn't bred a ton, but he did. You know, the ones he did breed through dogs yeah yeah I, the one i'm hunting right now for ashley guthrie he goes back to him he's a grand pup to him and the last one i hunted that was mine was a grand pup to him and uh you know they they just seem like it worked pretty good you like that style so i mean whatever works for you huh yeah what uh yeah so you started going to 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 squirrel hunts how, who got you involved in, who, who got you into that going to the squirrel well, hunts? Really, it, that was Matthew Hall as well, uh, which my, my dad, we'd borrow a squirrel dog. I can remember the first time we ever went squirrel hunting with a dog. My cousin had a little old, just a yellow male cur dog, and we borrowed it and took it and treated a few squirrels, and I, I believe we killed a couple to him for the best I can remember. But I, like I said, I was a little bitty then. Matthew Hall, he lived, uh, oh, he just lived a mile and a half from us. And there was some pretty good hunting right there at my mom and dad's house at the time. And uh, that was close enough. When Matthew was 14, 15 years old, his parents would let him drive over there and hunt because he didn't have to get on a big road or whatever. And he would stop and get me. And at the time, I would have been, I was probably 9 or 10 then when I really started going with him, you know. And uh, he kind of got me into the squirrel hunting more, I guess you'd say. That's right. What so you you started going to to Jamestown and stuff because like you said that was man that was really all it was back then I guess uh you know um and then when did you get your you know your first dog or your first you know competition style dog 
Well, the, the first one I ever had that was mine, Matthew had gave me a pup, and it ended up, and I, I'm going to say I was 11, 12 years old at this point, and it, he had given me that pup, and it ruptured a lung or something, kind of had a freak accident, and it died. Well, there was a man that we went to church with that had a pretty good dog, and he had a pup off his dog. Well, I say a pup. He was 16 months old or something. And uh, he told my dad, he said, you know, he said, Samuel can have this dog, you know, if you'll, you want him to have it. He said he just knows how to load up, not really been fooled with or anything. And uh, dad told me about it, and he said, but you need to pay that man for that dog. And uh, he said, give him $50 for him if you'll take that and uh you know that way you just know he's always yours and uh anyways we went and got the dog i remember writing a check for fifty dollars for him <laughs> and he was named named rusty and uh we hunted him there for i don't know how long it it wasn't long he was tree and i mean he was the right age and kind of mature enough looking back on it he just you know it it was a week or two he was treating squirrels when you take him you know and uh yeah i just hunted him and killed squirrels to him for the first four years or something and i'd, I'd go to a hunt but i never i mean i'm sure i want to cast here and there but i can't ever really remember being all that competitive and i don't know when i was 16 or 17 kind of a switch in me flipped and i wanted to be more competitive and i just went to hunting him different than i had before and you know doing what i thought it took to be competitive and kind of got that way uh he was pretty good dog i'd like to have another and just like him again he you turned him loose he had a stopwatch in his head he was going to be treated every you know two minutes most of the time and never really was out of pocket much he didn't have the best mouth in the world but he had a, a good enough mouth for how he hunted you know he uh but he was going to make trees when nothing was going on and if you got the squirrel tree in contest you could win those too because <laughs> he was he was go he was go tree them when he come to them huh yeah i mean it and you were never going to be on a 90 minute cast where he didn't make you know at least five five or six trees in 90 minutes every time you know and and if he was kind of the only dog that was getting treed he'd end up make more than that because you were never having to walk to anything else and you know if, if he made five or six trees he you were going to come up with a squirrel somewhere you know whether he's laid up asleep or you beat one out of the den or something you know you you were going to come up with some and uh, he, he was just a you know a pretty big nosed dog that was going to get treed when you turned him loose man he sounds like and how was he bred he sounds just like the dog i hunt he was just off some old behind the barn kind of stuff i mean they wasn't they wasn't he, he was off a dog named Troubles, and his mama was called Phillips Daisy. And, uh, I mean, they, they wasn't really anything. It was just some Jamestown, Tennessee breeding is all I know, really. I can't even remember what he it said he went back to or anything. But Right, uh, just some good old yeah, squirrel dogs. Yeah, you know? just behind the barn, country old squirrel dogs, you know. That's right. So you there, there was one of his litter mates that was put in one hunt. And it won the Spring Classic in Jamestown. I don't know if they had a little controversy or something on that cast, but but the man that owned him, he never went back to another one. And but it, it, that was a super nice dog too. All the dogs out of that cross were pretty nice dogs, you know. But you only had one. You couldn't get no more, huh? Yeah, I had one, and I, I think I might have got two or three pups out of him. He he had gotten sick when he was younger, and I didn't know it. He had. Lyme's disease and auricula and they said uh, we I went to trying to breed him to some stuff and get one pup or you know miss a female and he was just pretty much sterile uh, right. never did really get anything out of him 
Huh. Well, what would you, uh, so after that rusty dog, where'd you go from there, if you remember? Well, while I had him, I ended up, and one of my buddies, he was hunting with me some at the time. Tyler Miller was his name. He had found two pups off of John Muir's snowman dog, and we'd hunted the snowman and liked him, you know. And they were in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, and my grandpa actually lives in Shelbyville, which is just a little, little piece from Lawrenceburg. And uh, we bought those two pups, and my grandpa went and picked them up for us and brought them to us. And uh, I had a, I kept a female, and Tyler had kept a male. And uh, I called mine Tree Styling Tiger, which she was off of uh, Snowman and Barnett's Timber KC. Mike Barnett raised them, I believe. And uh, she made a, a, a super nice little squirrel dog and coon dog both. She, uh, she ended up and got Lyme's disease when she was 17 months old. And it just, it took a lot of her go out. And uh, Mr. George Robinson, I'd always been friends with him since I was little. And uh, he ended up wanting a dog to just road hunt a little or, you know, just something to pleasure hunt and have fun with. And I actually let him take her for, he probably had her five years, I would think. And uh, he hunted her, and he called one day just out of the blue and said, you know, ask if I wanted her back. And at the time, Richie Bean was looking for just a pleasure dog to take with his girl because he had Outlaw, and Outlaw wasn't fun to pleasure hunt, you know. And uh, I ended up and got the dog back and let Richie have it, and I think she's 10 years old now, and they still take her and kill squirrels with her, but just a pretty good squirrel dog, you know. Right, yeah, she's uh, no. she was. I, it seems like did I see tree styling? Would you call her tree? No, tree styling tiger. Now, uh, is there a, Seth? Uh, okay. Seth Morgan has a male dog named Tree Styling Tiger. Okay. And Seth actually ended up with the tiger I had. He had the litter mate. He ended up with the banjo dog, and I want to say he got in the finals of the World Coon Hunt two or three times. My dad actually won the Kentucky State Night Hunt with him when they were just pups. I mean, and, you know, it was, he was a pretty nice coon dog. Real nice, actually. He, he just, uh, he ended up, he set up until he was three or four years old and didn't get hunted much. And, uh, you know, he just, once Seth got him, they went back to hunting him and he was a super nice dog. Right. I knew I'd, that, that name had sound, sounded familiar. I'd seen it in a, in, a, in a, some pedigrees or something. Yeah. What, uh, so is that did i mean did you go to winning with with her you know uh, well a little bit I, I took her to some hunts and done done some good with her i can remember one year at the uh, uh she was a junior dog in the omcba spring classic i ended up i drew virgil Kreitz that morning and uh, another local fella and she ended up and won that cast and that evening i drew out with the 20k kate dog and uh payday that which he was out of ammo and uh Oh, one of Gary Walker's females. I want to say it was Sandy, I think, was his mama. And Payday, now, he he was a super nice dog as well. He uh, he ended up and beat me and Greg pretty bad that evening. Uh, but the, the Tiger female, I mean, you always had a chance in a cast with her, you know. Uh, but really where I, I started winning, I mean, I'd started winning quite a bit with Rusty. Got very competitive with him. And, uh, you know, I, I actually, I got... Uh, I qualified him for the NSD Nationals when they just took the top 16, and it was pretty hard to stay in that top 16 at the time. Right. When it, you know, because everybody was fighting for that 16th spot. And yeah. uh, I, I think I ended up third in the Dog of the Year race with him one year, and uh, fourth or fifth in the Nationals. The first world hunt they ever had, I made the top 10 with him. The second world hunt they ever had, I was in the top 10. Um, 
I just I, I could get to the semifinal round. If you if you win one more cast, you know you're in the finals at the World Hunt. I never could get through it. It was just like I snake bit in it. And and really the dog probably should have gotten through it some. I was, it's still not a great handler, but I was sure enough a poor handler then. I'd get excited <laughs> and dream him not treed. You know, I can remember one cast I took. I ended up and I took. It was. Uh, Oh, it was a big John dog that John Perkins was hunting and the Skeeter dog of Tony Walters. I end up and take two minuses in this cast. And if you win this cast, you, you know, you're in the finals at the World Hunt. And that's when it was in uh, Tail City, Indiana. I take two minuses in the first 10 minutes. And Brother Edwards was with me, and he's just shaking his head. He knew every time I'd tree that dog, he wasn't treed, you know. And it was just, uh, but I still, he, he gave me a chance to win until the very end after I'd done that, you know? Right. And if I hadn't messed up like that, he's in the finals at the world night. Dude. I, but it just, I was just, just excited like, and I still get that way. Man, I will flat get excited in a heartbeat too. I mean, it's like, so that's the thing I tell people, you know, all the time, if you can't get fired up about this, like. I'm nervous the very first cast every single time. It, it's like my first time to, you know, it's like when I go turkey hunting, you know, I've killed turkeys my whole life, you know, but every time I get on a goblin turkey and he comes in and I kill him, I'm nervous as a cat covering up poop. I'm just telling you, I just, it just <laughs> fires me up, man. It, and I love it. Oh, uh, but yeah, that sound. I mean, I throw one on the card in a minute. I'm after I do it, I'm like, uh Oh, don't stop barking yeah. now. Look down and no, don't, you've messed don't, up when you've done it. Yeah, don't move. Just please be there. Be there, you know. But man, I totally get it. That's awesome. What uh <laughs> sounds just like me. What about your uh when did you start handling dogs for people? Really? I guess Rusty was probably seven or eight years old when I did. I was I was probably 17, 18 year old, and kind of the first one I hunted for anybody else was a 2020 patch dog that uh, Ernest Paisley owned. And I had actually drawn him at the OMCBA World Hunt, and Chad Murphy was hunting him for another man, or he may have been hunting him for Ernest then. I'm, I can't remember, but I liked him, and I'd put a little ad on Facebook, you know, going to hunt one for the, the public. And uh, anyways, Ernest reached out to me and sent me patch, and that was another, that was a super nice dog, a good dog. I took him to the USDC World Hunt while I had him, and uh, which actually we took Rusty with us too, and Brother Edwards hunted him. But uh, I think we both won our first round, and then I got patched through the second round. In the third round, I drew a two-dog cast with uh, uh, with Mike Collins. He was hunting Jammin' Demon, and I mean we had an absolute shootout of a cast. It, I think we made. Uh, I don't know. We made seven or eight trees apiece, and both of us had a circle tree. And every other tree, we had a squirrel. Both of us had treated a squirrel in timeout. They'd kind of got over by some houses, and we had to call timeout. And both dogs were treated just in a spot we didn't need to score them, you know. But we both had a squirrel there. And there was one tree that we had treed together on. I can't remember if I'd treed for 50 or if I'd treed for 125 and demon treed for 50. But anyways, the tree that we get treated together on makes a difference in the cast. And that's the only time they were together, the whole cast, you know. And I, I think I ended up like 750-plus and get beat on that cast, you know. Uh, that's right. I, I, you know, I, but that, Dave, uh, when David Hillman owned uh, Demon, you know, I, I, got to, I got to hunt with him. He is a nice dog. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, that was, that was one of the more memorable casts I've been on that I didn't win. Anyways, I can remember a lot of them I won, but I, I try and forget about the ones I got beat, but I can remember that one. 
That sounds like a action-packed. Y'all was under squirrels and getting treed quick. Yeah, Tom Smith was judging, and uh, Clay Stevens had guided us. And, I mean, it was just a great cast. Squirrels were stirring, you know, real enjoyable, even to be the one losing it. That's right. That's right. So what about your so – what's some of your, uh, I guess, more memorable hunts or something, you know what I mean? Like some of your favorite hunts and stuff, and we go get into, like, some of your favorite dogs and stuff. But I wanted to figure out, you know, I want to – See, you know, let the people know some of your favorite hunts and some of your biggest, you know, your best wins and stuff. Just, you know. Well, the the biggest thing I ever won, I guess, uh, was the JPI the first year they had it. I, well, I know that's the biggest one I've ever won. Uh, and it was kind of a, a different deal. Joey had, you know, I, I knew they were having it, and he would kind of hinted around to me about it and said, you know, you thinking about doing this? And I said, Joey, I just can't spend $500 on on an entry fee, I, I was 17 then, I believe, and uh, it went on, and they got it full, and Merle Seeley, actually, he, he ended up and couldn't come with like a, I don't know, it is a week, 10 days notice, and Joey's calling me, he said, hey, he said, you need to come to this, and I've been hunting with Joey a, a few times to that point, you know, and we were friends, but not like we are now, and um, I said, Joey, I just can't afford it, I can't afford it, and uh, I said, I don't need to need to spend that much money on an entry fee. He said, you've got a pretty good dog. He said, you need to come to this. And uh, I thought about it, and I said, well, I'll let you know something. And I, I asked my dad, I said, do you want to split this entry with me? And he said, Samuel, he said, you've got a good dog. He said, but there's going to be eight others there that's better than yours. He said, I just can't see spending that kind of money on that. And, uh, you know, I, which, I mean, I, I didn't really want to spend that kind of money on it either, but I knew I had a pretty good dog. And uh, it went on, and Michael Cook was squirrel hunting a lot at the time, and he, he liked to, to gamble a little on that sort of stuff. And I went and saw Michael. I said, you want to split this entry? And I told him, you know, what the deal was. He said, absolutely. He said, tell him you'll take it. And I called Joey and told him I'd be there. And uh, ended up the, the first round, I drew gold tooth with Greg Maynard. He had just won the NKC World Hunt with him a week or two before that. And the uh, 100% pure joy dog of uh, Mr. Keith Sutmiller. That's right. And it was cold that morning. I want to say it was 17, 18 degrees when we turned loose in AEDC there in Manchester. And Rusty, he'd get through there two, three hundred and get treed, you know, and nothing else was getting treed. I think I had treed four, four den trees at the time. And Gold Tooth and Joey both get treed, and I'm leash locked. And uh, we go to Gold Tooth, and he has a circle tree, so I'm still feeling all right. I'd never been with the Joey dog, but I, I knew, you know, when a dog's gone that long and hadn't got treated, it's not getting treated for no reason. I mean, they, they think they've got a squirrel. And we go to Joy, and sure enough, she has a squirrel, you know. And there's not much time left in this cast at all. And uh, anyways, it ends up, and we get turned back loose there. I don't remember how much time was left or anything like that. But it, I know it was getting pretty tight, and I tree another den tree, and I get him recut, and he gets treated again, and he's got a squirrel. And uh, so I'm feeling a whole lot better then, you know. That's right. And uh, just just hoping we don't hear any of the other ones at the time. I, I can hear Gold Tooth, but I, I don't need to hear Joy, you know. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, I get I get recut, and Rusty blows in there three or four more hundred and gets treated again. There's like two minutes left in this cast stationary. can't catch me or nothing, you know, and I just let him sit there, and the clock runs out. And uh, I go in there and get him, and I'm tickled to death, you know. And uh, we end up and go eat lunch. Dean Wright had won with Reba. And Bill Cox was hunting the Matty Ice Dog for Greg and uh, Tim Willis. So it's us three in the finals. 
and uh, we go eat lunch. And I mean, I'm nervous as nervous can be. <laughs> you with the big and, dogs? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And end up, and we we get ready to go turn back loose. I mean, it's a it's a big ordeal. We've got three judges on the cast. Uh, Richie Bean was judging. Rod Hardy was the judge, and Joey was the judge. And uh, again, I didn't really know any of them guys at the time. And uh, we go turn loose, and Reba and Maddie, they both get split treed. Mine ended up with Reba there on that tree, and I don't get any of it. And I'm I'm behind the eight ball right off the back, you know. Right. And uh, we cut loose again. Reba and Maddie go get treed, and they've got the stationary running on me. I know mine's not right. And uh, end up... Uh, I have to tree him. We get about to him. He's in a treetop, and, you know, he's down on the ground some, and I end up and take 100 bucks. And Reba and Maddie both have a squirrel. So I'm sure enough, I'm thinking about withdrawing, you know, 20 minutes into this cast. And it goes on there, and I think my next tree, I've got a circle tree, and they've both got circle trees. And I get recut. I, I ended up and treed four squirrels in a row, or the dog did, you know, and just looked like a million dollars after that. He treed four in a row, and I think Reba ended up, and she drew 100 minus, but treed another squirrel, and then had a piece of mine. So she ended up with a 140 plus. I ended up with 400 plus, and 100 minus, and 100 circle, I think, and uh, Maddie had 100 plus and 400 circle, to the best I remember, you know, but I mean, he just, he treed squirrel after squirrel after squirrel, and he was treeing those that, you know, they hadn't been down on the ground. They were just laid up and more or less asleep up there. And uh, that was kind of one of his strong points. He could tree them when they hadn't been down or whatever he needed to do, you know. Man, that's so. Uh... But when I won that, I mean, it, you know, it it changed stuff for me anyways. That got you. You got, that got you noticed for sure, huh? Yeah, and actually two weeks after that, I had an entry to a, I think it was a $200 18 dog hunt. It was a. They called it the NSD Indiana Winter Classic, and I had that entry to go up there. It was in Tail City, and I hadn't hunted much after that. I mean, I had hunted some, but I didn't think, you know, I had him the way he was two weeks before that. And Braxton Smith rode with me. He, on the way up there, he just kept telling me, he said, you're going to win. He said, I just feel it. He said, you'll win this hunt. And uh, I, I ended up treating two or three trees pretty quick in the early round. And the other guys, they withdrew. They both took two or three hundred minus, and uh, they quit. And then the, the next round, I drawn Chad Murphy. He was hunting Rage for Don and Gill. And Rage, he had made, I don't know, he made two or three trees. And Rusty had kind of, he hadn't got treed that cast, it, which was not like him, you know. He wasn't getting treed like he normally would. And he kind of came back by us as we were walking to Rage. And he just all of a sudden crossed a big slough. And I heard him get treed in there, and I asked everybody else if they heard him. And uh, they said, yeah, and I treated him, went to him. And I got in there, and there wasn't any trees where he was. There was just a bunch of saplings in, in this swampy area, you know. And uh, I didn't go in there and handle him. He had a big fox squirrel sitting in a, just in a sapling. It wasn't 12 feet off the ground, I don't guess. And I sat there. It felt like an eternity. And it, it was. It was 20, it's 20, 23 minutes or something. I can remember sitting at that tree waiting on the judge to get back to score me, you know. And Rage, he didn't have a squirrel on that tree. Or a spectator had seen one, nobody else had or something. I, I don't remember, but it wasn't plus. And they come to me, and I had that squirrel and that sapling, the hunt's over, and that put me in the finals. And it was uh, Woody and Maddie and Rusty that made the finals of that winter classic. And uh, we turned loose in the finals, and Woody gets treed, Maddie gets treed, and mine gets treed. And 
I've got a circle tree. Woody's got a circle tree. And Maddie may have had a squirrel on that tree. But um, ends up, and Maddie's got a hundred plus at some point, a couple hundred circle. And I've just got the hundred circle, and Woody's got four or five hundred circle. Well, Maddie takes 40 minus. It bumps her back to 60 plus. And this cast is just about over. All three dogs end up split at the very end. I treat mine with two or three seconds left. He barked one time, but I was in third anyways, you know, and I treat him. He got treated right there, and I went to him. And uh, we beat a squirrel out of Woody's tree, but it was 63 feet, so he, he gets circled. Greg's still winning the cast for 60-plus. Greg doesn't have a squirrel. Mine's treated on just a, a sweet gum tree with a hole in it. I walk up there and pick a rock up and beat that squirrel out. Just one or two hits. The Dang. squirrels went everywhere, and I, I win that, you know. Um, <laughs> and actually, when I won that one, I, it, put, it put me winning like 13 casts in a row with him. Uh, Dang, that's handy. Yeah, he had, he had been on a roll there. Oh, so good. But that was, that was some of the bigger ones I won with him. What uh, So that's some of your, yeah. So who's your favorite dog of all time? You, the one that you owned, I guess, would be him probably, huh? Yeah, I mean, just I'm not going to sit here and tell you he was the best one I ever had. I, I probably liked him the best. I mean, I kept him until he died. And, yeah, you know, he. I, I'm still looking for another one like him, you know. Uh, that's right. I, I really liked the flame dog that I sold Rod Hardy. That was a, a super, super nice squirrel dog. Now, uh, what was I she? Really, she was really Red Hot her. Flame, right? Red Hot Flame? Yeah. What was she out yeah, of? Yeah, actually... She was off Ammo's Tom Tom and a dog called Crabtree's Cricket. She came from Andy Crabtree. Uh-huh. And really, Andy had texted me about a different dog and said he had a you know a pup he, he wanted to sell half of. And I didn't really know Andy. And I knew Joey lived right down there around him. And I called Joey and told him about this, this pup. Well, Joey goes and buys it. And uh, at the time, I'm hunting Skeeter for Tony Walters. And uh, me and Joey's going hunting some. And it's... Is a month after he'd had it, I thought, man, I've messed up here because it's. I mean, she cost quite a bit, but for for what he had bought, she wasn't, you know, wasn't too high by any means. I mean, a super nice pup, and uh, it went on there, and it went two or three months, I guess. And Joey called me. He said, I can buy the litter mate to this dog. He said, it ain't doing nothing like her. He said, but I'll give you half of her, you know, if uh, if you'll hunt her. And uh, I said, well, yeah. I said, I'll, you know, I'll take her. And the first. Six months I had her. I don't know that she ever picked her head up off the ground. She just run junk and run rabbits. I mean, she she was just running. All she did was run. And I, I'd uh, let her run loose, you know, and I heard her trade one day and went and got her and just put her up. And uh, I coon hunted her a little bit that summer just, you know, to get her out of the kennel. And she'd tree possums, tree cones, just tree anything that would climb. And uh, I remember the first time I turned her loose of the day is is sometime september just a cool evening and i went and got her and turned her loose and she flied it just flew in there and got treated just like an old dog you know and i thought man i may have something here and uh i went to hunting on her and you know she could tree a pile of squirrels i mean could tree a pile of and uh i hunted her in the junior world the you know the year i the first year i had her and um didn't do any good she she looked fair but just wasn't ready you know right and um Ended up, I just kept hunting her and hunting her and hunting her. And she could tree squirrels, just unlike anything I'd really seen before. I mean, you just turned her loose, and it's kind of automatic. You, when she got treed, you was going to go in there and kill a squirrel from her. And um, I kept her, I guess I kept her about three years, two, two or three years anyways. Uh, really, I, I didn't do a whole lot of good with her. I 
I got her in the top 10 at the OMCBA world, I believe, one year, the senior world hunting. Uh, she looked good the, the first round. Greg Maynard beat me in the second round. He was hunting image. And um, then uh, oh, I took her to the Georgia State hunt, and they had 30 dogs at it. And I ended up, and I got third in it. And Josh Perkins beat me with Pearl, knocked me out of it. And, uh, but she looked good down there that whole weekend. I didn't really run up and down the road a lot with her. I took her to the JPI and didn't do any good at it. Uh, but, you know, the the Claude Thomas world, I think she got in the top 10 at it one year. And just, But she was real enjoyable to hunt, you know, just to go squirrel hunting. She was probably as enjoyable as anything I'd had. And you sold her to Rod, right? Not It's been, a, what, yeah. a year or two ago you sold her to him? Yeah, not this past summer, but the summer before is when I sold her to Rod. That's right. Rod kept her and hunted her for a while, and then Tim Tipton and Bo Butler had her. And they took her to the oh, the Legacy World Hunt and done some good with her, I believe. Got fifth or sixth in it. And then I saw this past Legacy World Hunt, uh, Van Cleek had bought her, and I think he got sixth with her up there. Dang. Still got some gas in the tank. Oh, yeah, she's just, uh, I think she's just five now. Uh, oh, yeah, that's perfect. That is perfect. Um, So, what's the best dog, probably one, it could be yours or somebody, what's the best round you've seen? Oh, there's, there's been a lot of good ones. Uh, just as far as out squirrel hunting, uh, the Maddie, she was as good as anything you been. Uh, as far as, you know, treating squirrels and winning cast, Maddie was, she was probably, she's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, wild Thing was, was super nice and still is, you know, they're still hunting her. I think she's about seven now, though. All right. Uh, but that's a super nice dog, too. Uh, I only got to go with Hummer one time, and I, I liked him. Uh, you know, he's going to go get treated and have squirrels. Right. He have a good mouth and uh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he had a good mouth. I judged a cast at the JPI with a Razor and Woody and Goldtooth. This has been uh, probably four years ago, I guess. And Razor was winning the cast and treated three or four squirrels. Goldtooth had treated a squirrel or two. And I don't know if Woody had treated one yet. And it's like a switch flipped in his head. And he, he treated just five or six right in a row and come back and win that cast. And that was, I mean, that's very impressive. Me and... Me and Michael, we used to have each other other's uh, card. It seemed like we draw draw each other pretty regular. I got to see Woody a lot. He, I mean, he's super nice, you know. Oh yeah, I like I like Woody. I like pups out of Woody. I actually, Josh and Aldra, they, you know, I'm here in Mississippi. They come down every year and or have the last couple of years and hunt the Mississippi Delta with us. And uh, they actually come to the Mississippi State hunt. Um, and he won it with uh, just a young female that they got. Uh, him and Jonathan White have, but anyway, they are them two are good people. I talked to Michael, John. I mean, like I said, I've met them all, and they, you know, they got good dogs. Anything that whatever they got, it, it works. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, that's for sure. They're they're competitive everywhere they go. Yeah, they not go. They got to go show up and not have a chance. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. They're not the ones you want to draw in the early round for sure. No, because it's gonna be a long, it's gonna be a, that's gonna be a, a battle there for for an hour and a half for sure. Yeah. What about your, uh, what about like on, you know, what's probably your favorite crosses, you know, that you've seen, you know, that you that you like that? Because are you a, I mean, I guess you'll hunt. I mean, you not just hate to sound. Like, I'll hunt anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say, you know. <sighs> 
how do I say it nicely? You not sold out as an, you know, straight mountain cur guy or a tree and cur. No, or, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, which that's that's what I grew up with was original mountain curs. But I've got some of everything now. I mean, I've got some half cur, half hounds. I've got some and CBAs and some, you know, I some full hounds. That's right. I knew you'd, you know, I knew you'd had, uh, you know, you bred that hound. You and I have talked in the past about that hound you bred to Dexter. You know that, uh, yeah. them, them pups were. You know, they all seemed to make it out of her and, and Dexter. Oh, yeah, they, they worked. And now, that cross there, is, I, I don't need any, I, I don't I don't need, need any of the credit for that one. It, Joey Boston talked me into to taking her and breeding her to Dexter. And James actually kept her, and he, he, he did it all. James done every bit of it. And, and the only thing here, she's just a 9A. You know, that's, but James and Joey, they, they're the masterminds behind that one. Uh, that's right. I had, it did work. It, I had one of those on, you know, and then I think there was, it ended up being like she laid on my puppy or something. Yeah, she, uh, that's right. She, she'd usually, I mean, she could, she'd lose one or two about every litter. If she had 10, she's going to raise eight. If she had eight, she'd raise six, it seemed like. Uh, well, that's better. I don't know what the deal was. We <laughs> actually bred her a second time and it was hot. It was, she had them in the middle of August. It was a hundred degrees and ended up and only raised one, one out of that. And I don't really know where that one is now. That's uh, right. I remember that. That's the, I want to say that I was on that litter. Uh, that may have been the, 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 the litter I was on. Hey, at least she's... Yeah, that was the second. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right, because, uh, yeah, um, I remember I remember talking to James about it and stuff, uh, for sure. But I know those pups, they really work. They they seem... I haven't been with one yet, but uh, they seem like uh, the right kind, you know, because he does some winning yeah, with Yeah, James them. has had a lot of success with his, you know, won the, won the junior world with her, and, uh, you know, I, I think he won the... Uh, all the the fast breed race or whatever with her this past year uh, and actually i i ended up you know just for matt cross i won the, the nsf breeders race the national sporting fast i, I won it with a full walk around <laughs> but but again i mean that's joey Poston and james byram's doing they just knew i had the dog and i you know we just made it work but it, that was a that was a, a whole lot more to that than just me that's right. That's right. You know, that's funny. Now, you know, I'm not bringing up any old crap or anything, but you know, you won it. You, you won the fast breeders deal with a full hound. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's funny to me how, you know, I guess the to, to the fast are, are are you know go by size and weight. Um, whereas you know, if you got a you know a cur dog that's supposed to be all cur and 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 it has a hound influence, then you know it's the devil i guess you know i guess it's yeah. not i guess it's not the devil unless you you know you hang papers on it or something but anyway that's a different day oh uh, but so what uh yeah what uh what else you got for me man i know i know that um you driving and and uh headed to where'd you say you were going to the ground floor series where north carolina at uh, mark winfrey's mark winfrey's i got you i got you what um well shoot man what else you want to talk about let's uh we can talk about whatever you want to tell hey let's talk about your uh your your, your nighttime hunting you know hunting jeff you know jeff's one of our sponsors for uh the podcast we really appreciate him so i know you hunted uh you had a hound that that he owned or y'all were partners on or something that he was uh that you yeah were... jeff owns him and uh 
really it's kind of a funny story how all that came about. I had a dog that I owned, and, uh, you know, I talked to Jeff regular at the time. I mean, and still, still talk to him as regular as you can, you know. And uh, this has been, it would have been a year ago this past Thanksgiving, they were having a truck hunt in Shelbyville, Tennessee. And uh, I'd been winning there around the house with this, this walker I had, and he was a two-year-old and a pretty nice dog. And uh, uh, Jeff, he mentioned to me about going to that truck hunt. And I said, yeah, I said, I'll go. And uh, he said, well, I'm going to buy you an entry. He said, we'll just be partners on it. I said, well, are you sure? And he said, yeah. He said, I want to. And uh, so anyways, me and Brian Leverage, we load up and go to this truck hunt. I get beat early. Uh, dog didn't look too good. We didn't really have all that good of a cast early. Nothing really looked good, you know. It was just kind of a... The dog get messed up the least one, and the, that wasn't a style of dog I was hunting. He was going to win big or lose big. Right. And uh, anyways, I get beat, and I called Jeff, told him I got beat, you know. And it, it's not just a second later. He called back. He said, hey, he said, I bought you a late entry. He said, stay in hunt late. And uh, the late round, I drew Michael Ward and Greg Maynard and Clifford Rivers. And Joey, he was texting us. He said, you're taking a knife to a gunfight, he said. And uh, anyways, I end up, and I get him in late. He, he treated a cone late and got struck. Nothing else really ever got treated again. You know, he just, he, he got the only cone treated that we saw. So well, that you got, got me by, in the top 16 at it. You got by two good ones there with Ward and with Maynard. You know, they've, oh, yeah. they've and, all and, uh, won trucks. Clifford trips. Rivers, he's a, yeah, Clifford, now he's a competitor too. He's he's always up there. That's right. And, uh, but anyways, I ended up and got in the top 16 and, Got beat by the flow dog that came from uh, Keith Suttmiller. Roger Shable had bought her, and I believe uh, oh, Shane Wheaton, I believe was the fellow's name that was hunting her. But she treated three cones and just looked outstanding. You know? that's an, that's, Did a real job and won the cast. She's an English dog, right? Yeah, she's an English. That's right. But, uh, well, it, it, we don't get a month past that, I don't guess. I hadn't hunted two or three nights after that. And, um, the dog I had, he was always just wired up and jacked up, you know, always ready to go. And I went to feed him one evening, and he just wasn't, wasn't right. I mean, you just tell he did not feel good. And I didn't have a dog box loaded or anything. I threw him in the cab. Of the, I've got a little Toyota 4Runner I run around in, and I just threw him in the seat of it and run him to the vet. And I knew, I mean, he couldn't hardly stand up or anything. And uh, ended up, they run all kinds of tests on him, and he had a bacterial infection. And that was on a Friday. A Saturday, they called me, and he was looking better. They pumped him full of fluids and uh, just, you know, said he was, seemed like he was improving. Well, Sunday, he just dies, just dead as a hammer, you know. Aye. And uh, anyways, Jeff heard about it. He said, we'll find something else. We'll find something else. I said, Jeff, I don't really. I said, I ain't much in a notion to hunt, you know. And uh, he said, well, he said, just whatever. He said, we'll find something else. And uh it goes on two or three months there. And he calls me one day. He said, hey, he said, I've bought a dog. He said, I need you to hunt it for a month. I said, well, that's fine, you know. I said, I will. And uh, he said, but uh, he said, I haven't got it yet. He said, they're meeting you at Jamestown Walmart in two days. He said, I'm overnighting you a check. He said, cash it. And, he said, cash it and give it to him. I said, all right. And I, I saw that check, and I thought, my goodness, you know, he's, he's sure enough bought a dog. <laughs> and... Uh, Anyways, I've had him ever since. He ain't, he ain't never been anything else. Uh, went to a few bigger hunts with him. I had to work during Super Stakes week, and I ended up and got up there Thursday. I just had one night to try and get in. I won early and got beat late. And then uh, 
Uh, the next big one I went to, I guess, they had a, a pro sport hunt in Kentucky that paid 50000 to win it. I got in the top uh, 12 at it, or the top nine. I was in the top nine at it. Ended up just won our entry feedback, you know. Right. And, uh, but really, I had a real chance to win it. I got beat by a quarter, and um, I should have got my dog treed quicker than I did, and I would have had 30 minutes or so to get him cut back loose to try and make that quarter up. It was just uh, kind of a you know, a, a situation. I was weighing my options, and I weighed them too long. That's right. Uh, and it, what is, and he's an English dog, right? Yeah, he's English. He's a, a two-year-old. What is he uh, out of? And the reason I ask, I'm an old English hound head. Back before I got squirrel dogs, I hunted, I competition hunted English dogs, so I'm just curious. Well, he's off of, uh, just going off my memory, he's off a litter mate to the, uh, the cracking dog that everybody's talking about now. That would uh -huh. be his... He, he's off a brother to him, and I believe the female's name is Blue Goose Two or something. That's gonna be like something that. from uh, Rory Cowell. Gotta be. I, I don't have any idea on any of that stuff. I'm I'm not very <laughs> up to date on any of the breeding. I understand any of that stuff. I just but uh, then uh, oh after the uh, that swag hunt they had, I went to the world hunt one early one night. And the dog he looked pretty good all week. I just could not catch a break. It didn't seem like. Uh, but I ended up one early on Wednesday, and I treated a cone in the den late around Wednesday night, and I got beat by a dog at a tree to cone, but it, it had struck better than mine had. He's, he's pretty tight-mouthed. He don't say a whole lot on the ground, and, you know, it, when when he barks, he's about to be treed most of the time. So it's tough to get him, you know, unless you're turning out on something hot, it's tough to get him, you know, a hunter strike. Yeah, for for the most part, now I, I went to the truck hunt Adamsville, Tennessee, a uh, month or so back, and Reed Franks went with me, and I told him dogs are struck for a quarter about all the time. We turned loose and stuff left there barking, but by the time the minute was up, everything had hushed, you know, nobody had struck. And it went on two or three minutes there, and I was judging the cats. There's a dog barked once in front of us, and nobody struck it. And, it barked again, nobody struck it. And the third time it barked, I realized it's mine. But I'm just not used to having him struck good, you know. And I, I struck for 100, and it was just right after that he's treed for 100, you know. And he had a cone there and ended up, and he had treed another cone. And I uh, he had it up a bush, and I don't know if it fell out or, or what happened, but the two ended up and caught me. And he was way through there on it. And I'm, that cone would have won the cast to, to get him in, you know. And, uh, I end up and go get him. He, he's he got it treed up a sapling. The dog's cut up. The cone's cut up. It, I mean, they had been fighting at some point. I don't know if that's when the two caught him or, or what had happened there, but I ended up, I won, won my late round with him and got him in the top 16 at it. Uh, but, so he's a pretty handy uh, pretty handy coon dog. Yeah, he. I mean, he. you know, he, he's, just, he's not struck good. But he's going to have a cone treat most of the time when you get to him. You know, I mean, that ain't saying he don't miss because he does. And he'll treat a possum every now and again. But uh, he, he's not terrible about it. And I mean, when I walk to him, I expect to see a cone every time he gets treated. You know? That's right. And, you know, the good ones you usually do. I mean, I hunted a dog like that, and he, you know, I can't remember him missing but one coon, and it was he missed it by a tree. I don't know if it had tapped or something, but, you know, uh, it just. I was, you know, the good ones, they tough to come by for sure. But again, he no, that, you know, I don't remember very many English dogs that I've ever drawn or hunted with that did get struck good. You know what I mean? They were always, you know, yeah. the lower end strike dogs. Yep. 
that's a, that's been a change for me. I was a, the dog I had to die was a wipeout dog, and I mean he, you know, he was Wide getting him struck. <laughs> yeah, he, he was going to get struck pretty good most of the time. I think I could like those wipeout dogs. I never own one, but I really think that I could. I think I could that you know something that gets struck like that, and they say they wild, and I like a wild yeah, dog, that, and. I just feel like, you know, if they, you can get them to stop, get them under, you know, they strike good, and I just feel like I could hunt one of them sap suckers. No, yeah, they, I've had two of them. They were both pretty enjoyable. Very enjoyable for me. They probably wouldn't have been if you just wanted to go have fun, but I like them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's my thing, man. You know, up until this year, my my pleasure hunting consisted of hunting my competition dogs. That's not a lot of fun if you got buddies that – you know, that want to go shoot squirrels. That's no fun to them because, I mean, we're 500 yards in between each tree, you know, and I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? So I get it. And that's the that's the sole reason that I bought this this little female. Um, She's out of, you know, some of Lee Langley's gator stuff, and that's exactly why I bought her because, you know, she, she does tree squirrels. I mean, she tree squirrels that <laughs> these other dogs run by, but again it's just a style dog they got really big noses uh and uh they can tree them ones that you know they don't she ain't never putting her head on the ground she's running around with her head up you know but anyway well what you got planned for the future my man what you what, what's it looking like you go keep going to these U, uh usdc's and stuff and hauling so what dog uh, are, what are you what are you hunting today or this week? i've got the the stretch dog i've actually got oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. now and that you know, he's talking about favorite dogs and stuff earlier, and he's way up there on the list. Uh, so, the, the first time I ever hunted with him, Joey had him. He was just a, a pup, you know, and Joey sold him, and he, he changed hands a few times there, and Ashley ended up with him. And Ashley, actually, it took him to a pro hunt in uh, Mount Orb, Ohio. And uh, anyways, he he got second up there, I think, with him. And uh, he called me on the way home, and I knew Ashley, but I didn't know Ashley, you know. I just knew knew of him, knew who he was, and that's about it. But he called me on the way home, no MCBA Junior World was the next week. And uh, he asked about hunting minute for him, and I told him, yeah. And uh, ended up, my, I hunted him that week, you know, and I get in the finals at the Junior World hunt. Uh, it had been two years ago now. And uh, I ended up and got third, just didn't have some stuff go my way, but that's just part of it, you know. That's when the hot dog wanted that Eric Wally owns now. That's right. Uh, I've hunted with him a good Merle, Merle was hunting then, and the Mina female, Merle owned her at the time, too, and Mike Powers was hunting her. She got second, and I got third, and Hawk won. But, uh, so it you was know, Hawk, kinda, Mina, and Stretch. Dang. Merle had a yeah, and, uh, pocket full of uh, cast wins there because he, shoot, that's pretty stout to own two of the three. Yeah, and I'd, uh, I'd actually drew the Rayland dog in the, in the semifinals, and we had a shootout of a cast. And actually, the first round, too, we got in a shootout. Me and uh, Adam O'Donnell and uh, I think Kenny Gray was hunting the Red Hot Josie female, uh, if my memory serves me correct. And me and Adam, now, we, we got in a squirrel treating contest. Josie, I think, kind of had an off day. And mine got treated way through there at the end, and I had to win it. And uh, I think it, walking to that tree, I had 300-plus and 400-circle. Adam was hunting a spike dog. I think he's a, he was hunting him for the Lost Bottom fellas, I believe, at yeah, the time. Yeah, uh-huh. Just handled him for him up there, you know. And Adam, he had a 400-plus, 100-circle or something like that. I'd made an extra tree or two, but Adam had found more squirrels. And uh, 
I get him treed in there at the end of the hunt, go to him, he's got the squirrel to win it, you know. And uh, it actually, the, the next cast, I drew the Raylan dog, and it, it came down to the wire like that, too. If, if uh, Raylan didn't have a squirrel, I was going to win. But if we both had squirrels, I, I'd still win, you know. I, if, if he had a squirrel, I had to have a squirrel to beat him. And uh, ended up, I had a squirrel, and uh, that, that kind of sealed the deal there to get me in the finals. But uh, we treat a bunch of squirrels. I mean, I, it was two super tough casts. I mean, any of the any of the first two casts could have as easily been the finals, you know. I mean, just super outstanding young dogs in them, you know. That's right. And then you mentioned some 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 top end dogs with the Hawk and Josie and Mina and you know, I've I've been able to, you know, fortunate enough to see those. Eric's from Mississippi, so I've drawn him a, a you know, shoot to three or four or five times and you know, I like I like the Hawk's a good Eric, look, big, good looking son of a oh gun, yeah. I know that. I actually drew Eric the uh, the second round of the senior world hunt this year and at the end of it and I had 200 plus and 100 circle. They just, nothing was stirring. I mean, it was just dead and stretched and walked us to death. Hawk it up. He'd treat a squirrel and then treat, treat a den tree or two, I think. He was beating me on circle. You know, if he treated a squirrel, he was going to beat me on circle. And uh, the very end of it, stretch, he hits up four or five barks in there. And we'd been like 15 minutes without being treated right here. I mean, we just walking, trying to stay within hearing of him, you know. But Stretch hits up a few times, and there's not 15 seconds left in this cast, I don't guess. And uh, I said, that's Stretch right there. Eric said, yeah. Pop makes one bark, you know, and Eric trees him, which is nothing to lose, you know, he has to. Well, I, I tree Stretch for 40 just because, I, you know, if there's a squirrel there, I need that 40, and that'll keep me keep me winning, you know. Right. The only way I can lose the cast is me take 40 minus and uh, Eric have 100 plus. It's the only way I can lose. And that's exactly what happened. We got in there and hopped the street every breath, and Stretch acted like he had kind of saw something. I, I don't know what had happened. But anyways, mine's up off the hill, kind of running like something had jumped out. And we go in there, and Eric's feet on this tree for two or three minutes. It's a big den. I think, you know, there ain't no way you can get a squirrel come out of that. And if you hit them more than once and they don't come out, it seems like you ain't going to come out or, right. with my luck. Well, he just keeps sitting there beating and beating and beating. I mean, he's beat at least three minutes. Here it comes. Bell's out of there. And uh, he had him. That, that knocked me out of it. Had a pretty good run at it. You know? That's right. That's right. Like I said, Hawk's, ace. Hawks looking to get under squirrels from what I've seen. Yeah. You know. What about uh, how's Stretch uh, bred? He is off of the poor boy dog, uh, which is a kind of a ammo bred dog. Came from Janie Smith, I believe. And his mama, uh, oh, I could have told you if you hadn't asked me. Uh, it, it's all kind of a Gary Walker and Jamie Smith breed, Donnie. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. So he, I mean, was he a? I guess where'd Ashley get him? Ashley bought him from Shane Stevens. Gotcha. And Shane, Shane had bought him from Daniel Eaton, and Daniel had bought him from Joey. And Joey had Joey bought him from Jamie when he's four or five months old. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'd talked to, uh, I'd sent Ashley a message. I've talked to him a couple of times. I'm going to get him on because, you know, I like to, the, I like the whole, you know, squirrel comp, coon comp, you know, that was another reason I wanted to get you, you know, on here. We got Greg on here. You know, I just like the whole interaction and, you know, what, you know, cause I always, you know, I like to ask, you know, what did you, uh, what did you, do you like it better than the one or the other, I guess, 
you know, do you like the squirrels yeah, versus right. the coons or the coons versus the squirrels? Because, I mean, right now it seems like Maynard is, you know, he's done so well with the uh, squirrel in the squirrel hunting world that, and he's always coon hunted because I remember, you know, I remember him back years ago. But, uh, you know, I feel like he's got something to prove, and that's why he's, you know, he wants to win a world title, I believe. I, I solely believe he wants to be a world champion uh, coon dog, you know, hauling a coon dog. Yeah, I, I'd like to win a world hunt anything. I figured it up the other day, and in the last eight years, I've been in the top ten at the ONCBA World seven times. I've got a reserve world champion, and I got third, you know, with Stretch in the junior world. But uh, I just I hadn't been able to seal the deal, it doesn't seem like. Well, that's my whole, I mean, I did, I'm with you, you know, I go to the, to the NSD world and I've yet to come to the OMCBA world, but I went to the UMCA world in Hazen last year and I mean, everything's on live, you know, we got a big freeze and up there in Hazen and, uh, man. No, I remember it. It was, it was definitely tough, huh? Dude, so, and, you know, and here's the thing. My dog, like I said, is a lot like, you know, you described Rusty. I knew I was getting treed. There was no doubt about it. I had, I mean, so I make it through three rounds and then we had the final or whatever. Dude, everybody's calling Texans like, dude, we've hunted with Tank. You got this. You got this. You got this. Yeah. So I got cocky. I will not lie. I was like, shoot, yeah, you know, I'm walking around like, I got it. I got it. My little old thing, he stays about 150 yards. I guess he was just, well, I know I didn't have him right, but uh, I just, he, he gassed on me, and he just stayed out of the seeing and made one tree, and the other dogs made three. I finished, like you said, third <laughs> third in the, yeah. in the in the world. So that's my biggest win I get, or, you know, my biggest placement. You know, I've won a few local stuff and some some stuff, but anyway. But, yeah, man, Um, well, shoot, what else you want to talk about? I mean, I know I got you, and I've, I've had you on here an hour. If you got any more dogs, anybody you want to give credit to, like I said, this is what this is about. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd like to thank everybody that's ever sent me a dog to let me hunt it, you know, and sure enough, I want to thank uh, Joey Boston. He's, he's been a, a big part, in, you know, helping me get to where I'm at. I'm at Greg Maynard as well. And, uh, you know, it just it's took a whole lot of doing. I, I've hunted just nonstop for, you know, 12, 13, 14 years. And it's just all I've wanted to do, uh, you know, and I'd like to thank Jeff for sending me danger to hunt you know, helping me when I, when he could and wanted to, and uh, thank Ashley too for sending stretch to me and letting me go to these hunts. You know, because it'd be impossible for me to, to go to these things like I do now if it wasn't for those guys. I mean, I might could make one here or there, you know, but I couldn't, I couldn't go to them like I am now. What is it and, you uh, do? What do you do for a living? I don't. You, you got cows and stuff. Well, uh, yeah, we've got some some mama cows and. Uh, feeder calves and I, I'm actually I'm a real estate agent and a licensed auctioneer as well uh, I, I do a whole lot of different stuff I sell fireworks during the 4th of July and I've actually got two of the, the 40 by 60 tents and keep those rented out pretty regular during the spring summer and fall uh, just do a whole lot of different stuff we've got a little dump truck I drive some the skid loader do some dirt work just you know, every day is different. On what we're doing. <laughs> well, that's good because I mean, I'm in sales and I'm at a different spot, different seeing different people every day. I don't know that I could do a, the same thing every day. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd probably struggle at it too. And you know, doing what what I do, I mean, my parents have helped me out tremendously too. You know, but 
it, it, it kind of allows me to, to go to these hunts and everything. Uh, That's right. So you married or no? No, no, I'm not. Not married. Um, so that frees yeah. up you some time there. Yeah. So what about, what about like, so is, it seems like you, so how old are you? I'm 24. So 24, you and, I mean, it had to have been, you and Isaac had to have been just the battling yeah, it out well, going up. I mean, y'all had yeah, to Yeah, we, we've had some, some knockdown drag outs for sure. Because he lives up your way too, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he lives about 20 minutes from me. We together, I mean, not a whole lot, but more than most people would, I guess, you know. Y'all could uh, always meet up. Isaac, yeah, yeah, we could meet one another and go. Or a lot of times we'd hunt a WMA that's, uh, I'm kind of in the middle of it. And Isaac, and he'd come to the house and get in with me and we'd go hunt all day or, or whatever, you know. Keep uh, your dogs tuned and, and, and work them, yeah, you know, yeah, set we, them up and stuff. Keep them worked. Yeah, exactly. We uh, we used to do a lot of hunting together. And I've actually talked to him a few times this week. He's wanting to go coon that one night. Dang, that's that's different. He's uh he's a I know he's a big time fisherman. I I'm supposed to interview him too, so he you know he had talked to me. I, I talked to him yesterday as well, and uh, I told him you know I was doing you, and uh so he was like yeah you know I got something to do tonight, but uh, uh we'll you know we'll. Get Isaac's it. one of them. He's been super successful at everything he's tried to do. I can remember, but he was I think he's two years younger than I am, but he was a. A very good basketball player. He fished then too, you know. And they, uh, I, I think he was going to anything as big as what he is now. Then, but the, the tournaments they'd have around home. I mean, he's always at the top. And there's this squirrel hunt. He's in the finals, and uh, he even coon hunted there for a few months. He had bought a dog named Crow, and uh, that was a pretty nice dog. Still is. I still hunt with him. But uh, yeah, he's had he, some He's good done dogs. it all and been successful at all of it. That's right. That's what it takes, you know, going and. Like I said, you've probably, you know, he's helped you. You've helped him as much as each other to, you know, like I said, you need somebody to, you know, set your dog up, you know, scenarios to get ready for the Saturday and the Sunday, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then me and him, we'd sit there and have to draw on one another, and both of us knew each other's dogs. Now, we, we've, uh, we've butted heads in the past for sure, you know, but it ain't ever been nothing too bad. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, that's what it's about. You know, I, all these guys that I hunt with and stuff, you know, at the local level and stuff, we, we butt heads too, you know, it's, it's, it's fun though. I enjoy it. Oh yeah. But, yep. but anyway, well, brother, man, I do, I sure appreciate you. Uh, I sure appreciate your time and you be careful going to that hunt and I hope you win the whole darn thing. We'll do it. Maybe I'll get a talk to Cody next week. That's exactly right. He'll he'll call you and uh you know, I hope you can tell him just how you done, so Well, I appreciate you all having me on and kinda letting me tell how I got started. You know, I'm sure I've missed some folks, but I just thank everybody that's ever been a, a part of letting me do what I do, you know, and helping me along the way. That's right, man, because, you know, a lot of times, like you said, without those buddies and friends and, and people that, you know, send you dogs, I mean you couldn't really do it, you know. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, brother, I sure appreciate you, and uh, I'll uh, I'll be in touch. Like I said, they come out on Tuesday, and we'll get it edited, and uh, we'll get it on, um, we'll get it out there. That'll be good. It's good to talk to you. All right, brother, I appreciate you again. Thank you, brother. Be safe. Yeah, thank you. All right, bud. All right. Bye. We'd like to take this time 
to thank Mr. Jeff Island with the Ground Floor Landscape Supply for his support in the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Thank you. Hey guys, Bob Osborne with Timber Creek Dog Supply is a one-stop shop for dog supplies and hunting gear. He carries everything from coon lights and squalors to hip boots and tracking gear. So if you are in need for some new outerwear, a new thermal, or just a leading collar, check out Timber Creek at TimberCreekSupply.com or by phone at 662-230-7410. And if you are ever in the Oxford, Mississippi area, go check out Bob's store.